Welcome to All Aboard with TCT. I'm Jasmine, a tourism student. I'm Jisla, studying retail business. And we are your hosts. Hello and welcome back to another episode of All Aboard with DCT. This week, we are joined by someone who is the youngest and newest addition to the DCT staff. Um, she has quite a lot of experience working in the hospitality and retail sector. Besides being an instructor here at DCT, she is also a qualified yoga instructor. Okay. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. And today we are going to talk about her career, her experiences, as well as her learnings. Alham Buluki, thank you for being with us here in the studio. Hi. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Welcome. To thank start you. us off, we are going to be doing a quick fire challenge. Mm-hmm. One question, one answer, this or that type of thing. Okay. okay. So are you ready? Yes. Okay, so let's go. Go out or stay in? Stay in. Retail or hospitality? Hospitality. Books or movies? Books. Burj Khalifa or Burj Al Arab? Oh, Burj Al Arab. <laughs> oh, okay. Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. Are you ready for the last one? Yeah. Yoga or meditation? Ooh. <laughs> it's the same. <laughs> oh, I can't Ooh. pick. I genuinely cannot pick. Oh, my gosh. I genuinely cannot pick. Like, if her. you could only choose one. Refuse. We got her chance. I must refuse. Because <laughs> yoga is actually the broad term yeah, for, exactly. you know, the practice, the breathing, the mm-hmm. meditation. So I could say yoga and cover all of it. That's okay. true. <laughs> so like let's go with that. The best of both worlds. Yeah. <laughs> the more you know. Exactly. So I think it is safe to say that we don't meet many Emirati women especially in your age group, mm-hmm. with a career like yours in the hospitality industry. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us how you got into this industry and how you how it all started? Okay, so I actually completely got into this industry by chance. Mm-hmm. It was not at all a plan of mine. I never had a, a passion. It was none of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always wanted to do musical theater. Oh, wow. So my wow. whole life I was uh, on stage performing, singing, dancing. I did ballet from a very young age, a bunch of different things. So my whole mindset was I'm going to be... Um, you know, in Broadway or West End. Okay. <laughs> so um, that was kind of my my mindset. And then I uh, very nicely and quickly turned 17. And then I realized actually <laughs> that it's not that easy. Mm-hmm. I applied to a lot of colleges and I actually got into the University of Miami under the wow. musical theater um, uh, program. I had to wait for my scholarship. And when that didn't come through, I actually had to defer a semester. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I stayed at home while all my friends went out to college. And it was the hardest time of my life because I always worked very hard. I studied really well. So it was a shocker for me that mm-hmm. I was... I had to stop, you know, and mm-hmm. wait for this opportunity. Mm-hmm. And then uh, all of a sudden, my sister was just like, you know, you're pretty depressed and you seem like you're you're done with staying at home. Why don't you look at some other options? So she had gone to the Emirates Academy of Hospitality Management and uh, and she said, why don't you try it out? Mm-hmm. Uh, apply at least. You might not like it in the first week. You can leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That same week. I, I applied to the academy. I got in. I got full scholarship. I, I stayed at their accommodation because I didn't drive. Um, and, uh, I, I went, I went into college and I remember my first week I did hospitality courses like front office and housekeeping. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then I knew my next term was going to be culinary and, and, uh, restaurant management. So when I went to those classes, so my first week of front office and housekeeping, something just clicked. And I just enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And in that first week, there was just so, it was action packed. So I got a call from my parents on the Wednesday. They were like, 
you know, your scholarship came in from Miami. You can go wow. and pursue your dream. You can go do whatever you want, That's even amazing. though they weren't obsessed with the idea of me doing yeah. musical theater. I, um, I, I had about two days to think about it because I had to be on the flight on Saturday to start class on Monday. So I, I did what I always do pros and cons list. And a part of the cons was also like being far away from my sister. And what mm -hmm. if she gets married? What if someone gets sick? Right. So these yeah. kinds of things. And, yeah. uh, and it just made sense for me to stay here mm -hmm. and continue where I'm at, where I can still be on campus and have that life. But actually, you know, it made me realize there's something there in those courses. Mm -hmm. So it, it felt strong enough for me to stay. And uh, that's how I got into studying hospitality. And from there, the opportunities just came flowing. Yeah. Cool. Super interesting. So like work-wise, how was the experience, you know, starting off your career? How was that? So I started off, uh, I, I actually, being Emirati, I was part of uh, national graduate programs. Mm -hmm. So I had the, um, you know, the, uh, what is it called? Um, I think it's like a management trainee mm -hmm. program first. Mm -hmm. And then I joined another program called Future Leaders. Mm -hmm. um, so this was all designed towards, you know, high potential Emiratis mm -hmm. that are making it in the industry. So I, um, that, that was definitely a stepping stone, but I would say the programs were still not the national graduate, but the future leaders. It was still at the inception mm -hmm. and there was still a lot of work to be done there. So I think they gave me the, those programs gave me a good foundation mm -hmm. but then it's really what i made of it yeah for um, sure so so i would say it was very interesting i started off by literally doing anything and everything because mm -hmm. i thought that's the only way my whole life i heard you need to know a little bit of housekeeping you must know how the stewards feel you have to know what it's like to be a chef you need to know what it's like yeah. to stand mm -hmm. at the valet for for so many hours a day and because i i had that repeating in my head all the time i was like if i don't know how to do those things i won't be an efficient or a effective leader, mm -hmm, right? For sure. So um, that's what I did. I took any job and every job I could. Even when I was in college, I worked three jobs. Uh, you know, I, I was wow. doing everything I possibly could to make sure that I covered my bases. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just went on nonstop. The best thing is that it all adds up as experience. Yeah, so, yeah. exactly. So yeah. like being... However young I am, I have about like 10 years experience already. Wow, so. which is amazing. Yeah. It's exciting. I so, aspire to be as good as you. <laughs> like That's like the, the standard yeah, right there. Role model. <laughs> you easily can. You know, when I was starting my career, the millennials were the new Gen Z, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone yes. was pretty much judging us all the time. Yeah. So it was interesting because no millennial was known to stay at a job for longer than a year. Okay. So when I actually stayed, it was, mm -hmm. it, you know, for me, it was very rewarding. And mm -hmm. I found myself to be kind of like the bridge between the new school and old school. Old school, yeah. All right. So looking at your experience, we see that you worked um, in Jumeirah Group and the Jumeirah Resorts and Hotels for quite some time. What is something that was memorable for you when you were in that job? Yeah, I think I, I worked in quite interesting hotels. I was in uh, Burj Al Arab, Medinet Jumeirah, and Jumeirah Beach Hotel, and, and briefly in their corporate office as well. But the most exciting, and I think until today, I would say one of the exciting, most exciting part of my experience was opening up Jumeirah on the scene. Wow. It's actually wow. a time in my life I will genuinely never forget. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so Nassim was the new 
It Hotel at the time yeah. in 2016. Uh, I had I had just started the Future Leaders. Maybe I was nine months in. I was working in butlers and housekeeping mm-hmm. rooms division, basically in Burj Al Arab. And I thought I need something more. I need something different. And the team was like, "Well, you know what? We need all hands on deck. Why don't you just go across the bridge over to Nassim? We're opening." Mm-hmm. So I remember I had just submitted my MBA because I was working at the same yeah. time as I studied. Mm-hmm. So I submitted my my dissertation, and then maybe I had a week. To jump into this job. Wow. So I uh, I remember I, I walked in, not even to the hotel. We were actually in like some porta cabin, like right next to it. It wasn't really <laughs> at the hotel. And I met the opening team. Mm-hmm. And then I remember the first time I walked through the hotel with nobody there. There's no more exciting feeling than when you walk into this place where it literally is your home and you have no guests there. And you can walk around and we were all in like sneakers and, and jeans or like pretty much sometimes PJs or sweat <laughs> and just doing anything and everything the hotel needed to make it happen. And the way we are in Dubai, we get a date for the opening mm-hmm, yeah. and you better hope to God that you have everything ready, <laughs> ready for that date. For the soft opening. Yeah. And- so we had to, no, and we had to full on open on a specific oh. date. And we had about three months from the first time we walked into the building mm-hmm. to opening. That's a Maybe short deadline. Yeah. It was October to December. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, walked in, you know, the first time I saw gold leafing happening on the floors, I went into the bedrooms. We needed to like make sure we opened all the sinks at once to make sure that there is no, there are no leaks. Mm-hmm. And there are just so many jobs. From that, you know, and uh, a big part of my role was also to create the story behind a theme. Mm-hmm. So I would walk around, look at the artwork, create the story behind it, and then make sure every single person in the hotel spoke the same language. We all needed to know that story. We all needed to sell mm-hmm. the same story. So I would do quizzes and tests and training sessions to make <laughs> sure that everyone knew all the little bits Details. and pieces about mm-hmm. the hotel. Yeah. So I even remember a time where I... I worked for 28 days straight, no days off, every single day for 12 to 16 oh hours. Oh my gosh. I would fall asleep like on tables. <laughs> I would, uh, I never saw my family. That's I cannot obviously, imagine. Yeah, it was, it was very, very intense. But best time of my life, just because the family you create during that time is like no other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The people you meet, it's, it's very special. And you all kind of experience that one thing together. Mm-hmm. And it's not about opening a hotel only, but really opening anything because yeah. you all have the same goal in mind. You yeah. want this to work. You're mm-hmm. in it because like the journey. it must be successful. Yeah. yeah. And the journey there is just so beautiful. And it was one of the most successful op- openings. I mean, it, we we did really well from day one. Yeah, because I've, I remember we've had speakers from, you know, in the hus- from the hospitality industry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when they're asked what is like one of the most memorable things yeah. during their career, yeah. they kind of, all, not all of them, but most of them would say it's like and that's it's opening of anything. Yeah. yeah, It's like, it's a big journey. It's a big part of their yeah. life and it's so mm-hmm. exciting and it's going to be one of the most memorable parts of your career. And 100%. Like, and, and another interesting thing is that I didn't only get to open a hotel. I've also gotten the chance to close a hotel. Okay. So closing is not as sad in this case because mm-hmm. the hotel that I was at with Jamera was seasonal and it was mm-hmm. in Spain. Mm-hmm. So I went to do a stint with them and uh, they. I was there for a couple months. I worked in different departments as well, F&B, housekeeping, whatever 
they needed really. Mm -hmm. And then I was mainly there for the clothing. Mm -hmm. So I worked on, you know, what it was like to close a hotel, but actually in a way for it to be opened up again. So it's very exciting. And that's why the team that's there doesn't really change in terms of the core team members mm -hmm. because it's, it's an addiction. You close, you open, you close, you open. <laughs> that's interesting because I've yeah. never heard someone say, like a closing of anything is not as sad, sad as it sounds. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, so the island we were on in Spain is so cold during that period mm -hmm. that there's no point, there's nothing open on that yeah. island during that, yeah. at that time. So yeah. So I was lucky to have both. That's amazing. Mm. Again, like that's like, I want to be able to do something <laughs> like, like that. But that's, that's the exciting part of being in Dubai. This is happening all the time. Mm -hmm. Not as much closings. Hopefully not. Gratefully, <laughs> right? But there are things opening up all the time. Even if it's just a restaurant, even if it's just a shop, even if it's just a travel agency, if mm -hmm. whatever it is, you know, try to be a part of it. For sure, for sure. Mm -hmm. So now kind of, you know, you, you mentioned how, you didn't mention how young you are, but yeah. we know that you are very, very young for the amount of experience that you now have. Yeah. And, you know, have you ever had your skills and knowledge kind of played down as a result of your age? A hundred percent. Look, there's there's good and bad. You learn yeah. you learn from a very young age, but not everything you learn is like a great experience, That's right? You true. go through a lot of tough things. I think I had a few issues working against me. Um, you know, I was very young. Mm -hmm. I was also female. Mm -hmm. And That's I was also true. Emirati. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, so these are things that actually I didn't even realize. And a lot of people think are supposed to be like, well, you're Emirati, you can get your way, right? It's But true. in reality, it really did work against me. And I had to consistently prove myself. Mm. Um, and because I kind of had it in my head, I didn't realize a lot of the things that would happen, mm. you know, in the back end. Mm -hmm. But I will say one thing, Jumeirah being a Dubai-born brand, they... I was, I was put on a pedestal, you know, because mm -hmm. I worked very hard and they, they did recognize that. I was promoted every year. I was always in magazines, videos. Mm -hmm. They still use me on their Instagram page. <laughs> <laughs> I see my pictures sometimes. Um, so I, I, I was pretty much referred to as a Jamera baby. Mm -hmm. uh, and what's interesting is I always thought realistically in the world, there aren't, GMs that have done it all. It's mm -hmm. rare. You know, mm -hmm, they've yeah. either been through the F&B route and have done that their whole lives or they've been down the rooms route and they've done that their whole mm -hmm. lives. And so for me to want to become that, having had that experience as well as working in, in the kitchen as, as a chef, um, you know, I felt like I was pretty well-rounded that I did genuinely do everything and anything yeah. that, that the hotel threw at me. Yeah. There's very little that I refuse to do. I mean, I would say it would be maybe I'd done a lot of night shifts, for instance, but there were certain night shifts that I would refuse to do, for instance, mm -hmm. just just for myself and my family's comfort. Yeah. And uh, what according like, do you have any advice that you could offer to someone who's starting off young it, just for like, you know, to get over that uh, power dynamic in the workplace? Yeah, I mean, look, uh I feel like what I went through, regardless, it, it wasn't a huge part of it. Mm -hmm. I would say that I would still do everything and anything at that age. Yeah. But I have to realize when, at what point I realize, you know, I, I know it now. Mm -hmm. I'm ready. I'm confident. And mm -hmm. having the confidence to do that, That's right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or standing up for something that is your right. Uh, definitely, I would tell someone who's starting out that they should, they should, they should try it all out. They should mm -hmm. do everything. Don't mm -hmm. be restricted to a certain department. Don't feel like, yeah, but I'm this person, not that person. Mm -hmm. But I know how to do this, not that. No, go learn. You know, there's yeah. no limitations. Previously, I remember you mentioned this 
in our class, and Josie was there as well, yeah. that you know you did reach a point of burnout as a result of you starting out so young yes. and finishing your MBA so young. Do you have any advice for young people today to avoid that stage of burnout yeah. and how to stay motivated despite of work or college or just life pressures in general? First off, I just want to say like I do not regret one bit that I worked that hard. Mm -hmm. I don't regret one bit that I started that young or that I did my MBA that yet. No, no, that's all part of my achievements. I'm 100% yeah. proud of that. And I think if I got another chance, I'd do it exactly the way Same. I did. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't change anything. Maybe I'd have, uh, I'd, I'd work on my savings, but other than that, <laughs> I wouldn't work on anything else, right? But um, I would say that... Um, there are certain points where uh, there are certain areas that, how can I place? So, okay. So let's say at that age, there's a certain gap where I was like, this is what I need to do at this point in my life. This is what's necessary for me. Mm -hmm. Then I started to realize, okay, now I'm at this age and at, at this point in my life in this position, are my priorities still the same? And I think that's what I had, I wasn't reflecting on. Mm -hmm. I needed to reflect more on my priorities, you know, as time went on mm -hmm. year by year or, you know, every two years kind of to stop and say, is this still something you want? Is this, still, you know, so I had it in my head. I needed to be GM by the time before I turned 30, before I turned 30, I have to be GM. I have to be GM by the time I'm 30. Like there was no <laughs> other, I only had hotelier, uh, Middle East and all of these, uh, newspapers on. I didn't know anything about anything else except for hospitality. Mm -hmm. So, um, because that's what I was doing to myself, I didn't get a chance to stop and look back. So that's, mm -hmm. I think, what experience, what, what caused me to experience burnout. Mm -hmm. And if I did have my gut feeling, you know, if my gut feeling was telling me, uh, stop, slow down, or this is not the right way to go, mm -hmm. or you don't really want this, I would ignore it. Cause mm -hmm. I'm like, no, no, I have to be GM by the time I'm 30. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so that's why. So I would say, um, definitely uh, always try to take time and reflect on your priorities mm -hmm. it's very important to sit sit and reflect on on yourself and really go back meditate on your thoughts whatever yes. you want to do <laughs> but it's very important to do that because that'll give you pockets of of peace it'll mm -hmm. give you pockets of reflection that will allow you to really see you know what are you looking for uh, speaking about stress management, you also mentioned before that you got into yoga. Mm -hmm. And uh, now it's not just a hobby, it's part more of a lifestyle for you. Yeah. So how has it impacted your mental health and well-being? Okay, so I started yoga when I was uh, in high school because I, I have scoliosis. Mm. And um, I kept doing it consistently. I'd come and go, you know, and I thought, what better way for me to invest in myself so, than yeah. to go and learn everything I can about this. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm a bit of an uh, like a, uh, what's it called? A control freak. So I need to know everything and anything about anything I like. Right. So I was like, ah, oh, yoga. So now I need to know everything yoga. that there is. Obviously you can't do that, but I, I tried my best. I went and I found a studio that spoke to me that felt, you know, um, it, it was, a, it was a good space for me. Mm -hmm. I went and I learned and I, I did 200 hours vinyasa, um, hatha training and yes, I became a certified trainer. And uh, since then, I've realized how important it is. Giving yourself time to do something you love, dedicating mm -hmm. it to that will really help you in all aspects of your life.
Yeah. You know, if you like to sing, take five, 10 minutes to do that, even if mm. it's in the shower, right? Yeah. Because it'll oh, yeah, give I do a you, lot of that. <laughs> yeah. Even there's like dance therapy, right? You just yeah. put some music on, move your body, and then you kind of feel like, oh, what a release. Like mm-hmm. you're exactly. Everyone needs something that gives them that feeling. Mm-hmm. So now you're kind of in the educational sector, mm-hmm. but I think it still falls under like hospitality because yeah. you're now training and equipping the future kind of professionals of yes. the hospitality industry. Yeah. So tell us a bit more about that and kind of like how it is so far from yeah. for you. So I always wanted to be a teacher. <laughs> I, I knew a little bit, I mean, not that I always knew, obviously, but I knew that somehow I want to go into that mm-hmm. because I, I wanted to work in L&D. I enjoyed the classroom setting. I enjoyed like doing activities with a group. I enjoyed seeing someone come in kind of fresh and then going out with with the new knowledge. Mm-hmm. You know, teaching, for example, the certificates in, in DCT is so nice because, you know, they're really fresh off the boat, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. you're telling them and I, I'm able to really pour in my passion, yeah. you know, into, into the classes. And I I don't know. I haven't gotten feedback from them, but I believe that I can see it. And the way they've, you know, now they've, the attitude they go and they went into their internships with, Mm -hmm. I can see that, you know, I have done, there's something there. Like Uh I did something there. Um, so I knew that I always thought I'll do it maybe when I'm in my forties. Yeah. I thought maybe I'd be older before I do this. Again, you start a lot of things very young. Yeah. So (laughs) I thought, well, that is who I am. Right. And I actually, I'm really enjoying it. So, and I feel yeah. like, you know, it's such a great thing that you're still initially contributing to the industry that you first got into yeah. in a different way. Mm-hmm. Because that's what mattered to me was I wish I had someone that went through these things, you know, when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Like people had gone through a very traditional route in hospitality before. Yeah. And I feel like only around the time I was starting in the industry, I would hear young GM, young director, female, whatever, you know, and, and it yeah. made me feel like, there are barriers breaking now, but it wasn't happening really back then. It was, mm. there are obviously exceptional cases, but I feel like there was always a traditional understanding of how things happen. So it made me feel like, you know, um, definitely like, like I had, I had to, you know, do something different. Mm-hmm. So coming into education, I feel like, you know what? I can be who I needed at that time for someone else, you know? And I feel like now when I speak, for example, again, to the certificate hospitality students, I can, I see sometimes maybe what they're concerned about. I hear, you know, questions they have and I'm happy because I feel like, okay, this is why I'm here. Even if for me it's in this classroom, somehow I feel like eventually I'll keep impacting the future um, hotel years, Mm -hmm. you know, to come. So like teaching is not about um, just being a tutor. And you mentioned that you, you, it's almost as if you took the role of being a mentor. So I'm quite curious, like, did you have any mentors like back in the day or even now? Yeah. So, um, I've had one constant mentor since the year I was born, which is my sister. (laughs) So she's five years older than me and I've always depended on her Mm -hmm. and we always speak and there's always, you know, we, we definitely were like sounding boards to each other. Mm Um, professionally, my first boss was kind of like a mentor. She's, she's definitely a mentor. Mm -hmm. I think before going into who these people are, I think it's important to know that you don't really need one mentor for everything in your life. There must be, you can have a professional one. You can have a personal one. You can Mm -hmm. have one only for a specific industry. You Mm -hmm. can have one for that time of your life, Mm -hmm. you know, so that, um, and yeah, so I think mentorships is, it's, it's a very important concept, mm-hmm, sure. especially in industries where you're constantly around people. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. So to kind of wrap this whole thing up, 
As a last question, what advice can you give to a person starting out young mm -hmm. in their career? Um, other than do, like I said, anything and everything that comes at you, mm -hmm. take every opportunity. Mm -hmm. Don't limit yourself to to anything. Yeah, whether it's an industry or job or country, whatever it is, do it. Um, another thing I would say is don't be so hard on yourself. It, uh, it's tough. Life yeah. is very tough. And it's not only tough you know, professionally, it's tough when you're in school, it's tough around family. There, there's so many obstacles that you come across and, and it's fine. They all shape you. Mm -hmm. And somehow you realize if I didn't go through this as much as it maybe sucks at this moment, or I'm uncomfortable <laughs> at this moment, it, it will build you up into mm -hmm. a certain person and there will be value in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I feel like don't be so hard on yourself. Try everything out. Um, Don't be lazy. <laughs> don't be lazy. And it's so That's obvious weird. when you are. So don't mm -hmm. be it. And um, yeah, I, I honestly just have fun, mm -hmm. especially when you're young. Just do everything. Like have fun. Try everything. Go out, you know, meet people, try different jobs, you know, uh, just just enjoy yourself. Enjoy the industry you're in and um, open up yourself to as many opportunities as possible. Yeah. I'm so motivated. <laughs> so thank you so much, Alham, for being with us today. We had a blast getting to know more about you. Thanks for having me. And that's it for this week's episode. We will be back next week for more of All Aboard with DCT. In the meantime, you can check us out on our socials at Dubai College of Tourism. Have a good week ahead and see you back here next week. <laughs>